preface of the pilot this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org the pilot by james fenimore cooper preface it is probable a true history of human events would show that a far larger proportion of our acts are the results of sudden impulses and accident than of that reason of which we so much boast however true or false this opinion may be in more important matters it is certainly and strictly correct as relates to the conception and execution of this book the pilot was published in eighteen twenty three this was not long after the appearance of the pirate a work which it is hardly necessary to remind the reader has a direct connection with the sea in a conversation with a friend a man of polished taste and extensive reading the authorship of the scottish novels came under discussion the claims of sir walter were a little distrusted on account of the peculiar and minute information that the romances were then very generally thought to display the pirate was cited as a very marked instance of this universal knowledge and it was wondered where a man of scott's habits and associations could have become so familiar with the sea the writer had frequently observed that there was much looseness in this universal knowledge and that the secret of its success was to be traced to the power of creating that resemblance which is so remarkably exhibited in those world-renowned fictions rather than to any very accurate information on the part of their author it would have been hypercritical to object to the pirate that it was not strictly nautical or true in its details but when the reverse was urged as a proof of what considering the character of other portions of the work would have been most extraordinary attainments it was a sort of provocation to dispute the seamanship of the pirate a quality to which the book has certainly very little just pretension the result of this conversation was a sudden determination to produce a work which if it had no other merit might present truer pictures of the ocean and ships than any that are to be found in the pirate to this unpremeditated decision purely an impulse is not only the pilot due but a tolerably numerous school of nautical romances that have succeeded it the author had many misgivings concerning the success of the undertaking after he had made some progress in the work the opinions of his different friends being anything but encouraging one would declare that the sea could not be made interesting that it was tame monotonous and without any other movement than unpleasant storms and that for his part the less he got of it the better the women very generally protested that such a book would have the odour of bilge water and that it would give them the maladie de mer not a single individual among all those who discussed the merits of the project within the range of the author's knowledge either spoke or looked encouragingly it is probable that all these persons anticipated a signal failure so very discouraging did these ominous opinions get to be that the writer was once or twice 
tempted to throw his manuscript aside and turn to something new a favourable opinion however coming from a very unexpected quarter put a new face on the matter and raised new hopes among the intimate friends of the writer was an englishman who possessed most of the peculiar qualities of the educated of his country he was learned even had a taste that was so just as always to command respect but was prejudiced and particularly so in all that related to this country and its literature he could never be persuaded to admire bryant's waterfowl and this mainly because if it were accepted as good poetry it must be placed at once amongst the finest fugitive pieces of the language of the thanatopsis he thought better though inclined to suspect it of being a plagiarism to the tender mercies of this one-sided critic who had never affected to compliment the previous works of the author the sheets of a volume of the pilot were committed with scarce an expectation of his liking them the reverse proved to be the case he expressed himself highly gratified and predicted a success for the book which it probably never attained thus encouraged one more experiment was made a seaman being selected for the critic a kinsman a namesake and an old messmate of the author one now in command on a foreign station was chosen and a considerable portion of the first volume was read to him there is no wish to conceal the satisfaction with which the effect on this listener was observed he treated the whole matter as fact and his criticisms were strictly professional and perfectly just but the interest he betrayed could not be mistaken it gave a perfect and most gratifying assurance that the work would be more likely to find favour with nautical men than with any other class of readers the pilot could scarcely be a favourite with females the story has little interest for them nor was it much heeded by the author of the book in the progress of his labours his aim was to illustrate vessels and the ocean rather than to draw any pictures of sentiment and love in this last respect the book has small claims on the reader's attention though it is hoped that the story has sufficient interest to relieve the more strictly nautical features of the work it would be affectation to deny that the pilot met with a most unlooked-for success the novelty of the design probably contributed a large share of this result sea-tales came into vogue as a consequence and as every practical part of knowledge has its uses something has been gained by letting the landsman into the secrets of the seaman's manner of life perhaps in some small degree an interest has been awakened in behalf of a very numerous and what has hitherto been a sort of proscribed class of men that may directly tend to amelioration of their condition it is not easy to make the public comprehend all the necessities of a service afloat with several hundred rude beings confined within the narrow limits of a vessel men of all nations and of the lowest habits it would be to the last degree indiscreet to commence their reformation by relaxing the bonds of discipline under the mistaken impulses of a false philanthropy it has a lofty sound to be sure to talk about american citizens being too good to be brought under the lash upon the high seas 
but he must have a very mistaken notion who does not see that tens of thousands of these pretending persons on shore even would be greatly benefited by a little judicious flogging it is the judgment in administering and not the mode of punishment that requires to be looked into and in this respect there has certainly been a great improvement of late years it is seldom indeed that any institution practice or system is improved by the blind interference of those who know nothing about it better would it be to trust to the experience of those who have long governed turbulent men than to the impulsive experiments of those who rarely regard more than one side of a question and that the most showy and glittering having quite half of the time some selfish personal end to answer there is an uneasy desire among a vast many well-disposed persons to get the fruits of the christian faith without troubling themselves about the faith itself this is done under the sanction of peace societies temperance and moral reform societies in which the end is too often mistaken for the means when the almighty sent his son on earth it was to point out the way in which all this was to be brought about by means of the church but men have so frittered away that body of divine organization through their divisions and subdivisions all arising from human conceit that it is no longer regarded as the agency it was so obviously intended to be and various contrivances are to be employed as substitutes for that which proceeded directly from the son of god among the efforts of the day however there is one connected with the moral improvement of the sailor that commands our profound respect cut off from most of the charities of life for so large a portion of his time deprived altogether of association with the gentler and better portions of the other sex and living a man in a degree proscribed amid the many signs of advancement that distinguish the age it was time that he should be remembered and singled out and become the subject of combined and christian philanthropy there is much reason to believe that the effort now making in the right direction and under proper auspices will be successful and that it will cause the lash to be laid aside in the best and most rational manner by rendering its use unnecessary cooperstown august twenty eighteen twenty nine end of preface